This is the Emergency Medical Minute, sponsored by Mile High Ambulance. The Emergency Medical Minute is excited to announce that we are now offering AMA, PRA, Category 1 credits. This is accessible through our online course modules that can be accessed at www.emergencymedicalminute.org backslash CME-courses, or simply by clicking on the link in our show notes and creating an account. All right. Welcome to your, what is it, Saturday? Saturday evening Medical Minute. Uh, and uh, everyone's favorite Medical Minute topic tonight, rectal proctodentia. Also known as rectal prolapse. So we've had a lovely young lady in her 80s come back a couple times in the last few weeks with rectal prolapse. And uh, it's kind of a horrible scourge to mankind. So how I always think of rectal prolapse, how does this happen? Basically, there's an evagination of the rectal tissue through the anus. So you can think of it almost like a tube sock getting turned inside out. Uh, and it's protruding. Yes, some of our non-clinical staff are on the verge of passing out right now. All right, so it kind of everts, and then you've got this huge mass of rectal tissue that's just sticking out, and it's horribly uncomfortable and gooey and sticky and just not a good scene. So there are certain things that, you know, this is an older patient who's had it multiple times before, and there are risk factors that make you at higher risk. So one is age greater than 40 years, which there's a certain segment of the staff here that would be like, what, 40 years? I thought you were going to say 80 years. Uh, Being a female, having had multiple previous pregnancies, having had vaginal delivery, having had any prior pelvic surgery, having either constipation or diarrhea, either one kind of puts you at higher risk for prolapse. Uh, Cystic fibrosis, interestingly, dementia, stroke, and then if you have any other pelvic floor abnormalities like a rectocele or a cystocele. So you can think of the pelvis as a bowl, and at the bottom of that bowl, there's a series of muscles that's almost like a like a drum. Uh, And when those become weak, then you can get conditions like rectal prolapse. So all of the conditions we just named can lead to pelvic floor weakness. So what do you do about it? Well, there aren't great solutions. So the first, the kind of the first and easiest is just to increase your fluid intake and your fiber intake and hopefully have soft stools that don't make you kind of predisposed to rectal prolapse. Interestingly, I read this sentence when I was reading it up to date about rectal prolapse and it says, and I quote, The least invasive option includes taping the buttocks, which is an option, I guess, if you work at a nursing home, or placing a bulky pad against the perineum. So those would be kind of like the stopgap ways to treat rectal prolapse. You can also have surgery to correct rectal prolapse. But again, if you're an older, demented nursing home patient, you might not be a good candidate um, for surgery. You might be a high-risk patient. And then the last thing, the sugar. So the medical sugar, I I love, it's like one of my favorite interventions in the emergency department, and many of you have seen this, that if they have large rectal prolapse, you just get a ton of sugar packets, which Rick got for me last time, and you just dump it all over the patient. And it acts as a desiccant to draw out the fluid, so you can literally watch it, not completely go back in, but definitely shrink a significant amount, and then you're able to gently push that rectal prolapse back in. So. Um, yes. So the next time your patient says, pour some sugar on me, you'll know what they're here for. All right. Thanks. Hey, EMM listeners. We're excited to announce our upcoming event, Palliative, a community educational event exploring the nuance of pediatric palliative care on June 27th at 6.30 p.m. in the Anschutz Health Sciences Building. 
we will be screening the Emmy-nominated short film, Palliative, featuring Dr. Nadia Tremonti's work providing end-of-life care and easing the suffering of her patients and their families at Children's Hospital of Michigan. The film will be followed by a keynote address by Dr. Tremonti and a panel discussion with experts from Colorado's pediatric palliative care teams. Tickets are $30, and all proceeds will be donated to the Denver Hospice's Footprints Program, the Princess and Superhero Party hosted by Children's Hospital of Michigan, and Emergency Medical Minute. There will be food and drinks served prior to the screening and during a brief intermission. Come join us for a thought-provoking evening with the community for our first event since the pandemic. Check out the link in our show notes to buy tickets. Thank you.